Buried beneath my shame Who could carry that kind of weight It was my tune Till I met you I was breathing but not alive and all my failures I tried to hide it was my tune till I met you you called my name and I ran out of that grave Now your mercy has saved my soul Now your freedom is all that I know Yeah, the old made new Jesus, when I met you Well, you called my name you called my name and I ran out of that grave and out of the darkness into your glorious day yeah you called my name I ran out of that grave out of the darkness to your glorious day I needed rescue my sin was heavy chains break at the weight of your glory I needed shelter I was an orphan now you call me a citizen of heaven when I was broken you were my healing now your love is the air that I'm breathing I have a you glad about it today he saved you he rescued you thank you lord 
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to do a new song today. It's not going to be, the words probably won't be on the screen, but uh, we're going to do it anyway. Amen. It's called The Whole Earth Sings. We've never practiced it before, so here we go. The whole earth sings your praise. The 
holy sings your praise you are you are holy yeah you are holy the holy sings your praise the holy sings your praise we pour out we pour out our best for you we pour out our best for you we pour out our best for you we pour out our best we pour out our best for you we pour out our best for you we pour out our best we pour out our best for you 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 you're holy, yes you are. We pour out our best for you. Yeah. Come on, give the Lord some praise. <coughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We pour out our best for you today, Jesus. You're worthy of it all, Father. One moment, please. Okay, I've got it on 38. What do you want me to do next? Okay. Do I need to do it? Which song? What kind of song do I need to do? Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know if he wants me to do <laughs> It's okay. We 
family your blood flows through my veins when I'm no longer and I'm, I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God no longer I'm no longer a slave to fear together and bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Peace. The storm 
just want to bless your name. I just want to bless your name. I just want to make you glad. I just want to make you glad. I just want to move your heart, God. I just want to move your heart, God. Give you all I am. To give you all I am. I just want to bless your name. I just want to bless your name. I just want to bless your name. I just want to make you glad. I just want to make you glad. I just want to move your heart, God. I just want to move your heart, God. To give you all I am. To give you all I am. By your I just want to make you glad. I just want to make you glad. I just want to move your heart, God. I just want to move your heart, To give you all I am. To give you all I am. Yeah. By your will.
Oh, 
myself away so you can use me take my heart take my life as a living sacrifice and all my dreams all my plans Lord I place them in your hands I give myself away today. We thank you, Lord, that you created for such a time as this. Not to just take up air, but to release your presence. And Father, we give ourselves to you afresh and anew today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Father, we just thank you. We just get, Give me just one second, guys. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
I'm going to uh, dive into the word this morning. We're going to do the offering at the end. I just feel like that's the way the Lord would like to do it today. Um, and so, <clears throat> praise the Lord. It's good to see you today. You glad to be here? Man, I'm glad you're breathing today. <laughs> you woke up. Hallelujah. And um, before I start, let me take a sip. Jeff, am I okay with this mic? Give me a second. Just let me know when. I um, want to. I'm going to do a few announcements, and then we'll so Jeff can get his sound set. But this Wednesday, I really want to encourage you to be here. We're going to have a night of worship, and uh, we're going to have communion and prayer, and it's just a time where all the families can come together to <coughs> worship together. It's going from seven o'clock to eight p.m. And uh, we and we do this every first Wednesday. It's called a night of worship. It's called First Wednesday, and it's just a time where we can just get in the presence of God and just flow in the Holy Spirit. And so. It's only for an hour. You'll be out of here no later than 8.15. Um, if the Lord takes over and wants to do something, then we'll just go with it. But if you need a slip out, we completely understand. We know it's a school night. But uh, we want to encourage you to be here for first Wednesday, 7 o'clock. And uh, it's always a good time in the presence of the Lord. And also next Saturday is spring forward, so make sure you set your clocks up an hour before you go to bed. Whoopee, yippee, hallelujah. Um, if, you, if you don't do that, you'll get to church late. And so you'll get here at 11.30. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, you don't want to do that. And then men's breakfast, we're going to do this on the, the 14th of March. We have to move it back to the Elegante for a little while to give Touch of Cajun a chance to <coughs> to hire more staff. And so we're going to move it back to Elegante for this, hopefully this month. And back in April, hopefully we can go back to Touch of Cajun. Uh, they're having a little bit of, if you saw their Facebook thing this morning, they're having a little bit of staffing problems. So, um uh, and so we'll go back there the following Saturday, hopefully. Then the Sunday, March 15th, we're going to have Daniel Pringle is going to be with us. Um, and uh, he hadn't been with us in about two years probably, so he'll be back with us on Sunday the 15th. And then the last Sunday of the month is Family Sunday. And so, well, this is the fifth Sunday of the month. And I think it happens three or four times this year. And so this that fall, that Sunday, we'll have Bill and Renee Morris with us. They're going to do praise and worship and minister and prophesy. And it's going to be a good time with the Lord that morning and that evening in Beaumont at 6. And so it's going to be a good time. Amen? Amen. Uh, We want to open our Bibles to Matthew chapter 8. And um, if you come on Wednesday nights, then you'll know I've been kind of teaching a series about decrees. And um, I've got some new stuff that I'm going to share with you. It's 1115, so um, it's going to take me a little bit to to lay a foundation, but I want to... um, teach from the topic of um, decreeing a thing or decree a thing and we're going to look at Matthew uh, chapter 8 and we're going to begin at verse 5 and I have a lot of scripture um, they'll be on the screens I would I want to encourage you to maybe write them down or uh, text them to yourself or something of that sort so that you don't have to be fooling with your Bible the whole the entire time um, 
because it is a lot of scripture. And so you can go back and read it later or watch the replay. But Matthew chapter 8, we're going to talk about decreeing a thing, or you can call it the power of your voice or the sound of your voice or the, the power of your prophetic decree. And so before we get started, Matthew, I want to mention this. Your voice is powerful. What you say is powerful. How you say it is powerful. There's power behind your words. There's power in your words. And so in Matthew chapter 8, verse 5, we're going to see here where Jesus enters Capernaum and a centurion comes up to him and pleads with him saying, in verse number 6, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus then says to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes unto another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who followed him, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And I love, let's go back to verse number seven. Jesus says, hey, buddy, I'll come and heal your servant. And the centurion says, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. But he says to Jesus, speak only a word, and I know my servant will be healed. I know if you just speak a word, Jesus, my servant will be healed. Job 22, verse 27, you can write that down. Job 22, 27 through 28 says, you will make your prayer to him, capital H, him. He, capital H, will hear you, and you will pay your vow. You will also declare a thing and it will be established for you, so light will shine on your ways. You will also, another translation in the Amplified says, you will also decide a thing, and it will be established for you. What is a decree? A decree uh, definition in, in my world simply is, it's an official statement that something has to happen. It's an official statement that something has to happen. I want you to listen to this statement today. Nothing moves until something is said. Nothing moves until something is said. We see this in Genesis 1 where Jesus, where, 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 where uh, it's spoken. God says, let there be light. And then what happens? Light appears. So out of uh, his voice, out of the sound, out of, out, of, out of the sound of his voice, something is created. Out of your voice, out of your declaration, out of your decree, something is created. Whether good or bad, your words create your world. So in Genesis 1, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep. And God's spirit was hovering. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Adam ruled the garden not because he was strong and fast and the biggest. It was because he had the power 
of speech. In the kingdom of God, something moves only when something is spoken. In Genesis 1 and 3, God said, and things began to move. The same thing, we, we are under his authority, and so the same power Jesus had in the earth, we have the same authority. Amen. And so we can cast out devils, we can heal the sick, we can raise the dead. Our words can create things. Our words can create miracles. Our words can create wealth. Our words can create health. Our words can create. It has a, the power of creativity is on your tongue. But also the power of death is on your tongue. And so you got to be careful with what you're saying and how you're saying it because it will produce life or death to you. Genesis 1 and 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. And so the Word is God, and so it's creative. It's a creative force. Things begin to happen when you begin to release the Word of God in your atmosphere. The Word of God is the communication of God. Jesus, of course, is referred to as the Word. Everything moves when you speak. Ezekiel chapter 37 I don't know if do we have that or no, maybe not. Um, Josh, do we have Ezekiel 37? Okay, Ezekiel 37, example. Here we see Ezekiel. You guys know this story. I've preached it before. The Lord says, Ezekiel, I want you to go down there to the Valley of Dry Bones, and I want you to do what? I want you to speak a word. I want you to prophesy to these dead things that your breath is going to enter you and you're going to become a vast army. Ezekiel says, God, uh, Ezekiel says, like, dude, what you smoking? <laughs> He's saying, I don't know if this is really going to happen, dude. I mean, really, you want me, little old me, to speak a word and these dead things are going to come alive? I mean, really think about that. It's a valley of deadness. And nothing is there but bones. <laughs> And so Ezekiel does what the Lord says, and he begins to prophesy, and he says, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Hear, you get, catch that, hear the word of the Lord. And so he took the prophetic declaration, the prophetic decree from the Father and said, oh, winds come, blow on these bones, and suddenly he began to hear his movement. He began to hear a shaking, a rattling, and he began to see that the bones came together, then skin came over the bones, and eventually it became an army. So his words were backed up by the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, and it came to life. Are you breathing? And so your words have power. Jesus said in Matthew 21 and in Mark 11 that if we speak to this mountain and say, be removed, and do not doubt in our heart that mountain Whatever it is that you're going through, whatever you're looking at, has to go, has to leave. It's the power of your word. It's the power of your decree. Everything in your life should line up with your decree. This morning I woke up and I saw a quote and it said, um, if your mouth is out of order, so will everything else be in your life. If your mouth is out of order, everything else in your life will be out of order. And so let me ask you this morning, what are you saying? What are you decreeing? Is it positive or is it negative? Negativity in this world is full of negativity. We don't need any more negative Nancys. Amen. We need some folks who are full of the power of the Holy Ghost that can decree a thing and see it established in the earth so that God's glory will shine upon our ways. 
Hallelujah. So there's power in what you say. Joel 3.10 says, let the weak say I'm strong. It's not God's will for people to feel powerless because we're a powerful people. And so when you feel powerless, you got to say, I am strong. I am powerful. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Hallelujah. So if you want something to move in your life, you have to get the word of God in your mouth and you have to decree to the north, south, east, and west that you, this situation, has to change for the glory of God. Whatever you're going through, this situation, this sickness, this financial problem, this relationship issue has to change. Why? Because God's power is in your decree. It has to shift things. So a decree is an official statement that something has to happen. We're going to look at Matthew 9. Matthew 9, verse 20. For the ones who've heard this already, bear with me. I got some new stuff coming. Matthew 9, verse 20 says, And suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment, capital H garment, for she said to herself, notice that, underline that, for she said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, be of good cheer, daughter, your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. Notice verse 21, she said to herself, she decreed over herself, if I can just touch his garment if i could just get close enough to this power if i could just get get there see she had a decision remember i said earlier uh, uh you the amplified version says you have to decide to decree something she decided in herself that i'm going to get up from where i'm at and i'm going to to make a decree she to- told herself if only i can touch his garment What if she didn't believe that? What if she said, no, there's too many people around. I'll never get to touch him. It's just a, it's a a figment of my imagination. No, she got up and she changed her situation. Yes, she changed her situation by what? Prophesying over herself, declaring over herself. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to get my blessing. Sometimes you got to get to a place in your life where you're just like, you know what? I'm tired of praying. I'm tired of waiting. Where is manifestation? Well, maybe you have to create manifestation. Maybe you have to create it by what you say. And maybe because you haven't been saying the right thing or decreeing the right thing, maybe that's what's blocking it. Maybe your negativity, maybe your your doubt, your unbelief, things that you just, it, it will never happen to me. Oh, it could happen over there. It could happen for others, but never me. I'm not worthy. Who says you're not worthy? God has made you worthy. You need, you need to begin to decree over yourself, my blessing is here. My blessing is now. My healing is here. My healing is now. I will not live. I will not die. I will live to declare the works of the Lord. I'm not going to die in my dilemma. I'm not going to die in my situation. I'm not going to die just because everything around me seems to be dying. I am established 
in the Lord. I'm established in his presence. Nothing can come nigh my dwelling. I'm protected. The glory of the Lord is a shield all around me. Hello. It's quiet in this Catholic church. And so this woman made a decree and produced movement in her life. And if things are not moving in your life, change your speech. Change what you're decreeing. Change what you're saying. God wants movement. God doesn't want you paralyzed. He wants you completely moving toward the goal that he has set for you. The power of a decree. It's an official statement that something has to change. There has to be movement. And sometimes when you don't have anyone to help decree something over you, you got to decree it over yourself. This woman got up and said, you know what? If I can just touch his garment, ain't nobody going to get me over there. Ain't nobody trying to help me. I've done spent all that I had on doctors, and they did no good. I've got to do something for myself. i got to get myself together, put on some makeup, give me something on, make me look like I'm not a hot mess, and i got to go touch the garment of Jesus. Sometimes you have to do it yourself. David said in 1 Samuel 30, in verse six, six, he was greatly distressed, and he said, and the Bible says, but David encouraged himself in the Lord. David encouraged himself in the Lord. You've got to make a decree over yourself sometimes. First John 4 and 4 says, uh, greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. This coronavirus thing has no power over you. This flu thing has no power over you. It's a dead deal. It's dead. That's that the, the virus is dead. And if we get enough folks that will speak forth that that thing is dead, it won't affect anybody. But no, everybody wants to walk around and listen to what Fox News has to say or CNN has to say. No, the devil is a liar. We don't, we don't live by what we see or how we feel. We live according to the spirit, the blessing of the Lord, what God is doing. We are not going to we live by faith. You will not get sick. This thing will not come near you. Well, I'm scared and I'm this. Well, honey, be scared then. I ain't. You be scared on your recliner by yourself. Or you can decree a thing and establish a thing and know that it, ain't, it can't come near you. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear a mask and I'm going to, okay. I saw a thing the other day that said that, that, that corona means crown. Yeah, it means crown and and. And so I, all I could think was the crown of fear. Because all that you see in the media is fear, 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 fear. And honey, if you grab a hold of that, you're going to be fearful for the rest of your time until you finally wake up and realize I'm living in a false world. The, this, this thing we call uh, spirit-filled living is not based by fear. It's faith. Fe fear is the opposite of faith. And so we trust God. He's a healer. He's a miracle worker. Do you know if we could get thousands upon thousands of Christians to begin to start decreeing a thing, this thing will not even, it will not be established in the earth. Everything in the kingdom of God changes when something is spoken. Not just the kingdom, but in our world. It changes. Everything changes by the sound of of a creative thing. This voice is a creative thing. It can release the power of God if you use it uh, to that ability. 
Psalm 107.2 says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I am not going to let this flu-like thing say so. We have the power, we have the authority to call it dead, and that's what we're calling it in Jesus' name. We got to learn to declare. We got to learn to decree. I'm going to begin to say the same thing God is saying about me. I'm going to begin to to decree the word of God over my situation. I'm going to decree a thing and have it established. At the end today, we're going to decree five things, uh, but I want to move to some other things that I would like to look at. Last night when I was um, looking at, uh, thinking of this scripture, I was probably up to like four this morning just praying and wanted some fresh stuff to share with you regarding this because this is a very important, very important conversation that we're having today. Very important because this is the, this is a time where when you begin to decrease something, you're going to begin to see results. This is a season of acceleration. This is a season of divine favor. And you, when you decree something, it's going to be established in your life. And you don't, you're not going to have to wait. See, a lot of times we, we have waited for a lot of things to take place. And some of us, the Bible says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And some of us have, 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 have sick hearts because we've been waiting so long for God to do something. But can I tell you, we're on the cusp of things happening. We're on the cusp of things moving and shaking. You, you, this wait that you've been waiting for, this harvest you've been waiting for, it's right at the door. You're the only one that believes that, I guess. Your harvest is at the door. You don't have to wait for it anymore. This poverty, uh, uh, this, this, this financial uh, 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 pressure that you've been sensing and feeling, Honey, you don't have to worry about that anymore. God is God is giving you the desires of your heart, the finances that you need. If you'll just begin to decree a thing, it will be established for you. I know I'm excited about that word. Hallelujah. I don't have a job, and guess what? I'm doing just fine. Just fine. I'm eating every day. Not as much as I used to. But I'm doing just fine. Why? Because I'm living by faith. No, it's a season that I'm, it's a, it's a, I can do this because the Lord has planned this. It's part of my destiny. It's part of my walk. Not everybody can do this. Not everybody can lose their job and live on faith. Okay. Not everybody can just, you can't just call in tomorrow or, or, or decide tomorrow that I ain't going to work. Pastor should live on faith. The devil is, I'm not telling you to do that. I'm saying I'm doing that because that's what God has done for me. I'm decreeing a thing that I'm rich. Amen. I'm healthy. I'm wealthy. I'm wise. I'm full of the power of the Holy Spirit. God is moving. I'm experiencing revival. I'm experiencing reformation in my life. God's doing a new thing. That's what I'm decreeing over my life. And so decree a thing and it will be established for you. I want you to look at Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Everybody good? Hey, Kurt. What's up, man? Ecclesiastes chapter 8. I don't know if we got that up there yet, but I'll just quick. It says, where the word of a king is, there is power. Where the word of a king is, there is power. So I saw that, and uh, I don't even know how I came across it. It had to be the Holy Spirit. But where the word of a king is, there is power. 
And I looked at this, and according to the Strong's Concordance, there are quite a few different definitions of this word, word, in this scripture. And though this word, the word, word, in the scripture actually means debar, which means decree. So the scripture would actually read, where the decree of a king is, there is power. Where the decree of a king is, there is power. Go back to that scripture for me again, Jeff. King. So notice it's lowercase k. Okay. So who is he talking about? Say us. Yes. We're kings and priests unto the Lord. And so everybody say, I'm a king. That means you're rich. That means you're royal. Hallelujah. That means wherever the, whenever a king decrees something, there is power. Now, this scripture isn't, this power there isn't dunamis, okay? This word power here actually is, and I'm going to screw it up, but it's shilton, S-H-I-L-L-T-O-N. And this means mastery. That means mastery. So the reading of the scripture would say, where the decree of a king is, there is mastery. And mastery is, mastery means to have power over. And so whenever I decree something, I have power over whatever it is that's going on in my sphere of influence. And so my decree uh, over um, takes over whatever the enemy is trying to do in my life. When I begin to say, when my bank account is negative $330, the devil is a liar. No, it's $3,030,000 in that account. You begin to speak things. What does the scripture say? You speak, uh, you have what you, um, help me somebody. Say it. Yes, who just said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you don't speak what you see. You speak according to what, what God sees. Come on, that's faith. <laughs> that's faith. When uh, Paige had her, and I'm going to throw her into the bus. When Paige had um uh, came to me and said i want to have a women's meeting conference I said oh good good that's a lot of work good for you good go ahead have your women's conference and um and but she began to decree over her conference it's going to be this it's good this is going to happen this is going to take place we're going to have good speakers we're going to have a good worship and, I, and she said well, what do i do about worship i said you're going to do worship that's that's what you're going to do about worship well, I've never done that before, okay? <clears throat> and she did an amazing job. Why? Because she began to decree over her conference, it's going to be successful. It, we're going to have the move of God. We're going to have an, we're going to experience the glory of God. And her conference was amazing. She had amazing speakers. It was her first time, and God blessed her for doing that. And now she's at another level. And sometimes you got to do things. you got to take a step of faith that it helps you go to into your next place, into your next level. She decreed a thing. She saw things that were not as though they were. She saw the room filled with people. Well, she could have she could have had this thing and no one's showing up. But no, people came. Why? Because people are hungry. They heard the decree. They heard a prophetic sound. They heard what God was saying. And so when the when the decree of the where the decree of a king is, there is a mastery. It takes a, a precedence over whatever is going on in your life. That's powerful. Amen. 
One moment, please. Matthew 12 and 34, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. How do I know what direction you're going in? Because it comes out of your mouth. Because out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will tell me where you're heading. The Passion Translation says it this way. What has been stored up, yeah, for what has been, and the latter part, for what has been stored up in your hearts will be heard in the overflow of your words. What has been stored up in your hearts will be heard in the overflow of your words. That's why it's important to get your heart fixed. That's why it's important to make sure that, 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 that your heart is healed from emotional, physical trauma so that you can be a blessing to people around you. Proverbs chapter 4, I would like to look at that for a moment. Verse 20 through 23. It says, listen carefully, my dear children, to everything that I teach you and pay attention to all that I have to say. I love this, verse 21. <coughs> Feel your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. Look at that radiant health into your, the core of your being. Verse 23. So above all guard the affections of your heart, for that, for they affect all that you are. Isn't that good? So let's look back at that again. Verse 21. I want, I want to really pay attention to this. Fill, fill your what? Fill your thoughts with my, yeah, with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. So in other words, read my word. Let the word of God fill you and don't uh, quit reading it until it penetrates your spirit. Until it penetrates your spirit. And then, as you unwrap my word, so as you be study, they will impart true life, radiant health into the very core of who you are. So above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Let's look at verse uh, 25. Then it says, set your gaze on the path before you. Look at this. It says, with what? Fixed purpose. Looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. Verse 26, watch where you're going. Stick to the path of truth, and the road will be safe and smooth before you. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or take the detour that leads to darkness. That's powerful. That's powerful. So watch where you're going. Stick to the true path. Stick to what the Holy Spirit's telling you. Don't, don't be worried about the distractions of life. Decree a thing, and it will be established for you. 
I believe that's where we are in the spirit. I believe that's where we are in the kingdom. I believe that's where we are. The enemy wants to distract you from your purpose, distract you from, from doing what God has called you to do, distract you from loving people, distract you from encountering God's presence. He, the enemy wants you so detoured that you feel lost and you feel like you don't belong. But the devil is a liar. We're going to stay fixed. Amen. We're going to set our gaze. It's going to be fixed, and we're not going to be distracted. Although pressure comes, trials come, we know that God works everything for our good. Works everything for our good. And we know that God is always, always, always working our behalf. The Lord fights your battles. Amen. Amen. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your presence. We thank you, Lord, for this word. And, Father, we're going to be careful to not decree things that you're not decreeing in the earth. Whatever you decree from the heavens, we will decree it in the earth. Father, we'll be careful. <coughs> we'll be careful, Father, to only speak what you're saying. We're not going to get in a hurry. We're not going to get sidetracked. We're going to stay. We're going to stay in position. We're going to stay on the true path. We're going to stay on the true road. We're not going to uh, 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 look at things around us and, and decree what we see, but we're going to decree and we're going to declare what you say about us. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to, Jeff, Jeff, do we have those five decrees? Uh, they were on the, the that first Wednesday night. If you don't have those, I have them. I'm just asking if you have them. Okay, we're going to stand with me if you don't mind. And then after after I do this, Pastor Peggy's going to come to do our offering. And <clears throat> when and while you're standing in Luke, where it talks about Mary and Joseph, uh, Caesar Augustus sent out a decree. And Mary and Joseph only went to... Um, Bethlehem because of Caesar Augustus because Caesar Augustus declared a thing he said everybody needs to come and and here we go yeah it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the world should be registered and the census first took place while that guy was governing Syria so all went to be registered everyone to his own city and Joseph went up from Galilee into the city of Nazareth which is called Bethlehem because he was the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. They only were there because of a decree that went out. And when that, when Caesar Augustus made that decree, everyone had to move. Everyone had to go to where they were from. And Caesar Augustus made it available that Mary and Joseph were at the right place at the right time to deliver the Messiah. And so some decrees will cause you to be in the right place at the right time to receive your prophetic promise. There are five things that I'd like to decree over us, over this house, over your ministry, over your business, over your family. And if you've done this with me a couple weeks ago, I'll ask you to do it again because it's just as powerful. <clears throat> Number one, and you just repeat it after, after me. 
everything in my life is finding its appointed place. Everything in your life that's been out of order is coming into order for such a time as this. Everything, every person, every family member that's been away from God, every uh, things in your job, things that have been just out of order in your life, everything in your life is finding its appointed place. Number two, everyone under my roof is moving towards blessing. Everybody under your roof. And because you have decreed it, it's established. So if you have a, a lost son, daughter, wife, husband, whoever's living under your roof, everybody under your roof is moving toward blessing. They have no other choice. They have no other choice. They have to move toward blessing. Number three, everything I need is moving in my direction. Everything you need for your business, for your family, for your ministry, whatever it is, is moving, is moving in your direction. Everything. <clears throat> Number four, everything that needs to go is going. And everything that needs to come is coming. Come on, everything that needs to go is going. Everything that needs to, to, to come is coming. So whatever, whatever's been distracting you, whatever's been holding you up, whatever needs to leave is leaving. Every principality, every power that's been resisting you has to go because you've decreed a thing and it's established. Number five, every paralyzed thing in my life is being healed. Now lift your hands on that one. Come on. Everything that's paralyzed, I decree and I declare it's being healed right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Every dead thing that should have not have died is being resurrected by the power of the Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. You will not have a broken heart. You will not be sick in your heart. You will not have hope deferred. Father, we thank you for the prophetic promises are being made manifest even right now in Jesus' name. Every prophetic word that's been uh, held back or been in resistance, Father, we thank you today that that resistance that has to leave in Jesus' name. Father, we decree, we declare breakthrough and victory in this house for every person here, for every person watching. We Thank you, Lord, that nothing is going to be held back for those that love you. We thank you for it today. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Everything that's been paralyzed has to be healed. We declare movement in Jesus' name. We declare movement. We declare movement. We declare movement, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. When a decree is made by a king, there is power. There's mastery. It takes over those other things that tried to resist you. So, Father, we just thank you for the power of our words. We thank you, Lord, that we're not going to speak negatively. We're going to speak the things of the heart of the Father. We're not going to speak things that are contrary to, to faith, but we're going to speak faith. 
we're going to see things. We're going to see, we're going to make things manifest. That ain't some, some, some weird, uh, freaky preaching. No, but that's faith. Father, that's, that's, that's what you've called us to do. You didn't call, call us to live a life. That's not supernatural. We're a supernatural being. We can create things. And we thank you, Lord, that we're going to create our world. We're going to, words create worlds. So, Father, we just thank you that our words, that there's life in our words. There's power in our decree. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's clap our hands and just thank the Lord for this word. Father, we just thank you for it. Thank you for it. While Peggy's coming, just a few announcements. Stay standing with me. We're going to leave here in just a moment. <clears throat> Again, I want to encourage you to be here Wednesday night at 7. We're going to pray for people. We're going to have a good time in the Lord. If you can make it, please, please, please be here. And I think Peggy's going to do the offering a little different today. And I like it because um, when I was um, up really late uh, this, this morning or up early this morning, this song that she's going to play in a minute was the one I was listening to most of the night. So come and share what God has given you regarding that. Y'all can sit down for just a second. Um, I just want to reinforce everything that pastor's saying. And, you know, we tend to think, well, it's just Pastor John, and, you know, he likes to talk positive and everything. But I promise you, we are in a totally different spiritual season right now. And what he's saying has so much power because our words in this new season are indeed going to have so much power. And we've been talking about the fact that the glory is is coming onto the earth, right? We've heard that. We talked about it. Okay. Well, the Lord reminded me back there just a minute ago that, and I touched on this a couple of weeks ago, that I believe with all my heart that the glory is what is going to precede Jesus' return to the earth. And we've said for years and years, Jesus is coming back, Jesus is coming back. Look at things on earth. You can tell Jesus is fixing to come back. But the Lord reminded me when I was sitting there that like if Queen Elizabeth, for lack of a better example, came to our church, she wouldn't just walk in the door. Hey, I'm here. It's Queen Elizabeth. No, there would be much pomp and circumstance preceding her entering through the door, right? There would be probably a red carpet and there'd be bodyguards and, you know, all kinds of people in front of her. There might be, you know, horn players or something. You know, da, 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 you know? I don't know. But think about it. She's not going to just walk through the door. There's going to be a procession. And that's what this glory that God is pouring out right now is. It's the procession before our return of Jesus to the earth. And then I'm sitting there and I completely had forgot about this verse. And he said, he said, and he reminded me of it and it's Mark 13, 26. And it says, at that time, people will see the son of man coming in clouds of great power and glory. He's coming in the glory, which means what we have stepped into, I believe with every fiber of my being, is the, 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 the first thread, the first uh, like edge of God's glory that's coming to the earth. 
And in the glory, our words, just what pastor's teaching us, our words are going to have so much power. Be very careful in this time. Don't be speaking. I'm sick. I'm broke. I'm this. I'm that. Be very, very careful, okay? Just to... uh just to back that up. Now, we're fixing to do the offering, and really, I promise this does pertain, okay? So if you have your offering, get it ready, and when we get done here, we're going to have the, the the buckets available, and there's a, a thing in the back there also by the lovely Miss Pat. She will be uh, guarding that, and uh, or you can text to give, or you can give online, tgp.church, okay? But Here's, here's the deal. So last night I'm praying about, okay, Lord, what do you want to do for the offering? And I have this wooden sign in my house, and it's Psalms 4610. And it says, be still and know that I am God. And I was like, okay, okay, I got you. Be still. And it's like nothing, no, no kind of gimmick came up. Like, you know, how can we use the, the word of God to, you know, to explain? encourage giving okay nothing came up be still and know and so uh like pastor john said there's this there's this song that he and i have been been talking about this week and it's it's the song called we wait on you and so so i've been like listening to it this week and i encourage you to find it we're going to listen to just a short version of it in a minute but in this song Yes, we've waited, 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 waited. And like Pastor said, we're not going to be waiting anymore. Because, But the thing is, though, it's time for all this stuff to come to pass. But you still have to give the Lord your, your devotion and put your focus on Him to make the, 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 His presence accessible to your life. Okay? We can't be on facebook and netflix and all this stuff and then expect god's glory to come in no there's times when we just have to just focus on him and wait on him in that respect you see what i'm saying and so that's that's what we're fixing to do and what the lord spoke to me about is that the first one of the very first um proofs of his glory is going to be in our finances because the people of God have been held captive by the enemy for all this time. Financial debt is captivity. It's bondage. And most of us have debt up to here. Just lack, the spirit of lack, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So everything about him is taking away. And that's what the people of God have been in. But when the Children of Israel were released from Egypt. It says they were they 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 came out with the silver and the gold, and there was none feeble among them. So we're going to fix into experience supernatural health, and I want you guys to believe that too. Believe in your body. The symptoms, the things that have been there before, pull on the glory of God and say, "No, I'm not receiving this. I'm receiving complete and perfect restoration in my body." But in this context, believe the same thing for your finances. Things are different. We, we get to this mindset, we think, well, I'm going to be broke until I die, and then somebody's going to have to pull out a credit card for my funeral. Okay? You know, we, we get that mindset. 
But I am telling you, I am absolutely convinced that God is going to touch our lives in this way. Why? Because we are a people that have been matured enough, seasoned saints, that we know it's not about having a 20,000 square foot house and five cars in the driveway. It's about giving to other people and helping and blessing other people, people that need it, and giving to the work of the kingdom of God. How many times have I said, can you imagine what this church would be if somebody gave Pastor John a million dollars? I mean, we would be rocking and rolling and ministering to this neighborhood, Sister Anita, too. Okay? The work of the kingdom has to be done, and it takes money to get it done. That's why God's fixing to bless our finances. So what I want us to do, he's going to play this song, and it's just a few minutes. And if you would, I want us just to sit, and here's the deal. Uh, Proverbs 13, 9 says that he, the Lord will prosper the work of our hands. And so we're just going to sit here with our hands out. I'm going to be speaking as the song is going. But I want you guys just to sit there with your hands like this. And I want you just to focus on saying, Lord, I receive your prospering power in my life. See, we've got to pull it out of the spirit realm. We've got to. And we're just going to take a few minutes. And we're going to be believing all for each other also as you're sitting there. Believing for this TGP family to be financially secure and strong will believe for each other. Don't you know that if everybody in this church was debt-free and financially strong and able to give and bless other people, that that would be a drawing card to the lost? Oh, you go to that church where everybody's debt-free? Yeah, come on. We start at 1030. Can I bring my credit card bills? Bring them on. We'll pray over them, okay? I'm telling you, it's not just about money. The, the prosperity movement of the 90s perverted the whole thing. And so don't have that as your mindset. We're in a whole new thing. And when we die and go to heaven, we're not going to have one second of thought about, am I going to have enough? There's no lack in heaven. And there should not be lack in our lives either on earth as it is in heaven, right? We shouldn't be having this financial pressure and this, all. well, my taxes are due, my insurance is due, all this stuff. That is, it's a distraction from the devil, okay? So we're going to pull on this together. Jeff, if you would start that song. And I just want you to just close your eyes and just put your hands out and just, just try your best to feel the presence of God on your hands as the song plays.
Jesus, Lord, we just receive by faith your prospering power in our lives, Lord. We receive by faith your freedom in our finances, dear God. Lord, we receive by faith your glory on our finances, Lord. We know that one touch of your presence could prosper us more than we could ask or think, Lord. We just receive it by faith now. 
And Lord, we ask that you just bless the offerings, Lord. Bless your people, Lord. We thank you for what you're going to do from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You can bring your offering. Amen. Thank you so much for giving this morning. <coughs> Let's all stand. <clears throat> thank you, Pastor Peggy, for that. So, Father, we thank you for this today, Lord. We thank you for what you said and what you've spoken over us, Father. We receive financial financial blessings. We receive financial peace. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we have decreed a thing, and so it's established. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for being here today. You can give in the offering buckets here in the front and in the back, and also text to give. We love you so much. I'll be here to pray with you if you need prayer this morning.